Hey guys, so I'm recording this episode of the podcast or video. I'm not quite sure what exactly it's going to be, but I've been seeing this go around recently talking about dual income, no kids. If you're not familiar with this, this means dinks. And a lot of times, especially in TikTok, the, that narcissistic cesspool that is TikTok, people like to put down other people that have kids in, in a certain way to make themselves feel better. And now I'm going to go through this one video that kind of encapsulates all of what dinkhood kind of is and what they're talking about. It's essentially the fact that because if you're dual income, you're married or not married. Some some are married, some are not married. But because you're dual income, that allows you to save a lot more money, uh, put a lot more in investments, maybe buy more material things. And I kind of understand sort of where they're coming from because my wife and I were like this early on in our early 20s where we're able to be dual income we didn't have kids you're able to save a lot however we didn't have the mindset of let's put down people that had kids early on because ultimately we knew that's where we wanted to go and we'll get into the some of the trappings that you see they'll they'll touch on some things where they talk about non-materialistic and how kids when you have kids you have more material things but that's not quite the understanding or the, the idea that you'll be fulfilled because of kids. That's not quite my understanding of it all. And I kind of wanted to get put it in the forefront because you're seeing more of this attack on ch having children as a whole. You see this with the whole abortion talk. You see this with whole uh, of surrogacy. It, it, like kids become more of a commodity being shuffled around uh, of what's happening and kind of being an afterthought instead of realizing this was God's purpose for us to raise kids. And it, it's the idea that kids do provide us with some form of meaning. God is the ultimate meaning, but God provides us with the ability to have kids because he knows that the way he designed us, that allows us to better be fulfilled, whether it's a motherly role in terms of nurturing them and raising them or a fatherly role where you are raising them with certain types of values and instilling discipline and confidence into them. There's multiple different roles for the mother and father that you get to portray out and try to guide them and seeing their growth allows you to end up being more fulfilled in life. Now, fulfillment, I should point out, doesn't result from just happiness all the time. I think that's where we get into this convoluted nature where everybody thinks that it's happiness is what is fulfillment. That's not quite the case. Fulfillment can have suffering, can have problems with it, difficulties. And at the end of the day, you're still feeling fulfilled because you put in that effort, that hard work. And I think that's the caveat where we're trying to say that you need to be happy all the time, and that's true fulfillment. But that's not really the case when it comes to God and uh, carrying your cross. Burden is also a result of your fulfillment as well, of carrying your cross because that's what you're meant to do. That's what you were designed to do. And I think that's where in society we don't realize what – the purpose, uh, we're, we've fallen away from God's purpose of all of that. And I think dinks are kind of in an understandable area of kind of saying, hey, we, we like material things. And we'll touch on some of the things they talk about, but let's get into this TikTok. I mean, there's plenty of other TikToks out there that are talking about dinks, but I wanted to bring this one up just because that was the first one really that popped up and I wanted to discuss because I thought it was kind of 
interesting because I was in this situation with my wife and it was before we had kids, but you know, as I said before, we're not trying to put down people that have kids or saying that we'll touch on because there's a whole lot to get into. So let's go. We're dinks. We're going to be asked constantly by family, friends, and strangers when we're going to have kids. We're dinks. We're going to go to Costco and buy all the snacks we want. And I'm just going to stop it. Uh, maybe I'll stop it a, a lot of the ways. But you could see already right from the get-go, it's it's kind of a, a sense of defense you're seeing a lot of uh, with how they are responding where they're talking about, oh, they're they're going to be asked by their family members when they're going to have kids. Like that's a negative thing because really all of society we've continued to grow because we've had more and more kids. And that's the reason we've actually been able to have a more prospering society because the more people, the more innovation that allows us to grow as a society. And that's one of the benefits of kids, but there's also the fulfilling benefit that God put us on this planet to raise kids. And there is this inherent nature of connection between the, a parent and their child that you just can't describe and until you have it. And maybe the reason they're asking when you're going to have kids constantly over and over is because your family members are probably worried about you because at the end of the day, they're trying to save you from the fact that maybe at the end, you're going to think, oh, why did I not have kids? What is my purpose in life? If it is just to buy material things, if it's just to live for ourselves, the narcissistic tendency of this world as a whole of just live for ourselves, let's buy material things, let's go travel, let's let's not put anything on this planet for the future, let's just do our own thing just because that's what makes us feel happy, even though that's not really fulfilling, as I mentioned before. Fulfillment comes from what God put on you to do, that put that burden on you to accomplish is my basic understanding. Mind you, I'm not a theologian or uh, an individual that is very well versed in all of this type of stuff because I'm still learning and growing by talking and reading and all that type of stuff. But it's just, it's fascinating to see that their initial idea is, oh, let's just run to Costco to buy as many snacks as possible. That, I mean, one, you could do that as a parent. And two, it just seems weird that it sounds like they're, a lot of these dink things are coming from a self-defensive nature. Now, maybe people are attacking them, so to speak, uh, with their family. But normally, a lot of the times, the, the when are you having kids is not in terms of an attack. I think it's in terms of just curious of when they're going to have kids because the people that are asking normally have kids and they normally understand that kids bring out something in you there's something that's unlocked when you have a child so to speak you just you there's just something different it's kind of hard to explain but there is something different to when you have a child i think uh, ben Shapiro actually puts it really well in a very simplistic way is that when you have kids your happiness and sadness meter or angry meter goes past the the possible Richter scale. It goes from, uh, so it starts at a 10 to a zero. When you're normal life married, it's like a 20 to a zero. And then for kids, it's a, a thousand to a negative a thousand with your kids. And you just hope at the end of the day with the way you raise your kids, making them look more towards God, that you end up with more high notes than negative notes. But even in the, the negative notes and the, the difficulties of raising kids, you at the end of the day, you still feel a lot more fulfilled than at least me personally, you still feel a lot more fulfilled than prior where you didn't have 
any of that responsibility. You what you sat on the couch and you watched Netflix or you sat on your computer and played a video game. That that's not really as fulfilling as raising a kid. And it's it's very straightforward that 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 is one of the benefits of a kid. And it's a reason why God gave us the ability to procreate and to raise kids is to provide us with that benefit. We're dinks. We're going to support our friends who have kids, even if we decide to never have any. That's good that they're, that they're going to decide to support their kids if they decide that they don't have any. Um, I, I, I'm happy that they, they are going to support them. I'm curious what by support actually means in, in this case, I guess just promoting their choices, which I, I guess is a good thing, but also I guess they're expecting the, the same re- response back. But I want to add a caveat to this for these dinks or other dinks in, in the area. Now this may not be all of your friends that do have families, but it is a, a considerate, a, a considerable possibility that when your friends start having kids, they're less likely to hang around you. It's not a result of you personally. It's just at a certain age or a certain standpoint of life, you end up realizing that they are in a different stage of life than you. They don't understand what you're going through as a parent, and they're less likely to include you in on or talk to you more. They're probably going to start reaching out to people that do have kids in general because they can relate more one-on-one-to-one relationship, and that's normally what relationships are. That's how you grow in relationships when you get older. You you have different stages of life where you can actually relate to somebody in, in a certain way, and that's something that they probably, in a lot of things, have to consider. Your friends that you have now, if they start having kids, they may go away from you. It's not a, a personal attack to you. It's just that they're going to be in a different stage of life. And you see that. We see that now. And I personally see that now. And also I see that with other uh, other family friends as well. So let's continue with the video. We're dinks. We're going to have. Uh, he cursed there. He, he screwed up. Let's, let's keep dinks. going. We're going to have lots of disposable income to spend on whatever we like. That was disposable income, spending it on whatever you like, the classic materialistic response of spending it on whatever you like. And I think I just want to just, I guess, pray for these individuals that are very, they're looking at spending it on material things. I know that they'll say in the later that, that they're not materialistic or you're going to be more materialistic. And for that matter, we'll touch on the, the parenting aspect when you're still materialistic in today's secular society where it's all about the things that you buy instead of focusing on God. But you will realize the no amount of stuff that you buy will provide you with that fulfillment regardless. No material aspect is going to give you that level of fulfillment that God can provide you, giving you the vocation that he wants you to take up, giving you that burden that he wants to, to put on you. and the aspects of kids that that's the natural progression of how a marriage the sacrament of marriage actually happens so i think uh, there is something to the fact that you're seeing this with a lot of society today where we're looking at more of the materialistic things that don't matter anywhere close at the end of the day when you are lying on your deathbed the material things are not going to be there to comfort you. They're not going to be there. They're not going to be there after this life, whether you're in heaven or hell. I pray that we all go to heaven. That's what I pray each and every day. I want everybody to go there, but the material things are not going to 
come with you. You you have uh, all ancient cultures where kings and rulers try to be buried with a lot of their stuff, but that stuff doesn't transport with you when you die. It ends up just being buried in the tomb wherever uh, that gets laid, and that doesn't come with you wherever you go in this next life after this current one. And I think that's something that we all need to consider is that we are not bringing our stuff with us. You don't get any spiritual value out of the material things in the world. The, the, the most valuable thing are the spiritual components of our lives. It's communicating with God. It's being in prayer time with your family and your kids. It's communicating with your kids because you're actually reaching them on a more spiritual level, a soul to soul. When you have those heart to heart conversations, it ends up being you're connecting on a deeper level that's deeper than the flesh. I mean, you could you could see that a lot when you're truly connecting with an individual. It doesn't have to be your kids. If you're truly connecting with a person, there's something inherently flowing about that conversation. There's something that you could just feel that you're vibe, vibing together. That's not the right term. I know vibe is used a lot of in the new age uh, terminology, but there, your, your Holy Spirit in, in between both of you is kind of communicating together and you're seeing that reverberation between the two where you're bouncing off of each other with the excitement of whatever you are talking about and that's sort of the the materialistic thing we'll, we'll continue with this tiktok <laughs> it's only 20 seconds in and i probably talked for about five minutes well we'll see where it is with the recording when i'm done with all of this so let's continue we're dinks. We're going to get chastised by people on the internet because they're going to assume that we're just obsessed with material things, even though arguably you need a lot more material things once you have kids. That's the, uh, that's another thing. The, the material things when you have kids, I mean, what material things, it depends on what type of parent you are trying to be, whether you're trying to give them with a lot of, uh, a lot of things or a lot of stuff to keep them busy or active which i don't personally think kids really need that all that much stuff they just need to go into nature and play around i mean we don't really have that much things in terms of what we purchased for our kids it's a lot of a lot of it is the the secular nature where we're trying to buy a lot of gifts for other people's kids and that's what happens a lot is just the gift giving where you end up getting stuff that you don't really want and i don't want to sit come off as chastising these individuals but to <laughs> I say don't want to, and then I say but, but the, the idea that you're one, you say you're spend money on whatever you want, and then say don't chastise us for materialistic things, even though you're going to spend more stuff on material things. Now, here's the, the the caveat: is a lot of times the material things are a result of gift giving, and a lot of times what you're spending on material things, if you're a, a Christian and you are truly a follower of Christ, is that you're going to be buying material things for other people in need for what you need. Right now, we are going out and purchasing uh, towel sets and other types of clothes for individuals that are needy uh, through this process that, through the church so that you grab ornaments off the tree if you're ever taking part of that. But yeah, you buy stuff, and then you wrap it up, and you leave it at the tree afterwards, and you're buying material things to actually help somebody else. And... I, I do think that they touch on a good point of how a lot of parents buy a lot of things for their kids, and that's kind of giving into the way that we've fallen away from Christ and our, our values as a whole 
is the fact that even as you're raising parents you're just, or you're raising kids as a parent, you're still buying a lot of material things for your kids because you're giving into this need. Oh, they need to have this. They need to have that. Probably falling into the fact that other parents in the school or other kids in the school have certain types of things. So you're giving into that nature like, oh, well, the other community, other kids have it. So let me just give into this worldly thing. But you see with a lot of kids is that they don't need all too much to enjoy life. They just need the parents to be involved and play with them. They also just need uh, to be able to go out into nature. I mean, I, I feel like my son plays so much better out in nature than inside with his little bit of toys that he does that we do have for him. That's the idea of the toys that we do buy are more open-ended. So it allows him to be more imaginative, which is another caveat where we have with toys a lot of days where they're all single use, but allowing for more imaginative play to kind of improve their thought process and allow them to grow. And then communicating with them, reading with them. Books are a big thing uh, in our household. So I think there's a lot of caveats in terms of what you're actually purchasing for your child. And also the fact that uh, the looking at parents in today's society is not an indication that, hey, you being materialistic is just fine because these other parents are being materialistic with the amount of stuff that they're buying for their kids. I think as a whole, as a whole society in general, we've become way too materialistic with the stuff that we buy for just everybody. There's so much stuff. We're, we're a consumerist mindset where that ends up not filling us. You see this in a lot of studies where you purchase a car, for instance, you're, you have that high and then you don't like it. It's just, it's constantly over and over again where you see it, where you buy this new thing and it doesn't, doesn't actually work out. But let's continue with this. I don't know if there's much more that I need to talk about when it comes to all of this. Or dinks. We don't need to find a sitter or rope our family into babysitting when we want to go out for the night. Just to be a little sarcastic, oh, how how poor your parents may want to spend time with their grand, supposed grandkids in the future and want to do that. I mean, I feel like a lot of grandparents would love that, but that's just me. Um, I'm going to take a second. No, sorry. My whole garage door was doing a whole fit and my wife needed to get inside and I have to push the garage door and then my son was a little uh, upset because he's been playing all day so <laughs> he's a little tired so uh, yeah that's uh, what I was just doing but let's get back into this dink thing I don't even know where I left off but let's continue we're dinks we're gonna be told the only way that we'll ever be fulfilled in life is by having kids that's uh, I guess sort of what I've said but normally the fulfillment comes directly from god and god provides us with the kids god blesses us with children because he knows that's what provides us with that satisfaction in life not just kids but also our burdens that he provides us our vocations things that he gives us that if we just open up our ears to him and pray to him that he'll actually provide so fulfillment comes directly from god anything good comes from god above and i think this is just one of those other uh sort of twistings of different words where they talk about fulfillment just from kids, but no fulfillment comes from God and kids is one of the ways God's blesses God blesses us uh, with kids to provide us uh, some fulfillment in that aspect of our lives. But that's, I, I've already touched on that enough, but let's continue. We're dinks. We're going to book flights whenever we feel like it. We're dinks. Material. 
we're still going to stick to a strict budget to meet our financial goals, no matter how much wiggle room we have in our finances. That's actually good financial planning to make sure you budget out in general. Just just do that. So yeah, budgeting in general is a good idea. I don't disagree with that. We're dinks. We're not going to make a life-altering choice just because everybody else is doing it. Period. Yeah, a life-altering choice just because everyone else is doing it is not because everyone else – that's the, the worldly perspective. Everyone else is doing something, so that means I have to or don't have to. What you should make your de- decisions based on is what God – what will please God, what God provides you. That, in the end of all of this, is where we should look towards, not look at – what the world around us is doing it, not trying to look at ourselves being putting ourselves as God, which a lot you see that a lot in secular society, but it is the result of putting ourselves in a place that's humble enough to be below God because God, you know, gives us all the good stuff uh, that we need. All goodness comes from God. That's basically the essence of living is all goodness comes from God. All bad stuff comes from us people and uh, being stuck in our sinful ways. And I guess that's where it, it comes from. You're not supposed to be looking at all around because other people are doing it. You're doing, you're going to have kids because God blesses you with kids or that's what God put you on this planet to do. I mean, you see that a lot where it's talking about be fruitful and multiply. That was one of God's main points of go out and have children uh, for a specific reason and I think if we shy away from that, you, you see that naturalistically where you have a lot of the women at the end of their, their days are upset and they try to fill their hearts with the fact that they're going to have pets, for instance. I think that's one another thing, another category with dinks is you have a pet as well. And the, you see that a lot with the female naturing or nurturing side where they want to have a pet because you now push that aside uh, having kids and now you're going to have a pet kind of come in that place you see that a lot with the trend of dog mom which is the most ridiculous thing dogs aren't anywhere close to kids i love uh, dogs don't get me wrong but the kids don't even it's not even close comparison and and i worry and i pray for all individuals that are, are talking like this with putting down having kids or putting down people that have kids and trying to promote their own uh, their own side, maybe out of defensiveness. And I will pray for these individuals and all of, uh, dink individuals to uh, have the grace and humility to realize that you know, kids are a blessing in life, no matter how difficult they can be, because they can be rather difficult. But they're also so beautiful with what they provide all of us. And um, I'll, I'll pray for them and pray for all people to realize, uh, come to Jesus Christ and God and realize that he is the ultimate. He is what provides goodness, not the world around us telling us what we need to do. And uh, I think that's uh, where I will end my diatribe on dinks just because I saw this trend going around and I wanted to provide my thoughts on it because I think I could somewhat relate. And uh, it's just I think we need to put our focus on God Uh, at the first and foremost, but you're seeing constantly in today's society where we're putting ourselves in place of God. Whenever you remove God from the equation, something else takes its place, whether it's money, whether it's ourself, whether it's, you know, our sexuality, whether it is some other God will go in its place. And that's just the nature of 
us humans. You see that consistently throughout time where you end up putting something above uh, God and, you know, you get smacked down eventually. And that's what happens. And I, I pray for all the nations that maybe we'll all come back to our uh, Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I hopefully all enjoyed this little uh, video or podcast or wherever you're hearing this. Uh, remember, like the video down below, subscribe to the channel or to the podcast, wherever you listen to Refactoring My Christianity. I really appreciate you all for listening. Share it with your friends and family when you get a chance and uh, keep on praying to the God above. Uh, I love you all. So bye.